Hello and welcome to All About Smartphones, brought to you by Airs LA, the audio internet reading service of Los Angeles. My name is Dr. Bill Takeshta. And I'm Julian Vargas. And for many people who are low vision, they often use different types of GPS systems on their cell phones to help them to locate where they need to go and to not become lost. And today, Julian's going to talk to us about a new GPS program that is now, finally, finally available for those who use the iPhone on iOS. So, Julian, tell us about this program. It is called Nearby Explorer. It's made by the American Printing House for the Blind. Oh, it is? Yes. So this is an APH product. This product has actually been around for at least three years if not a little more, but it's been on Android, and it initially started on their uh, note-taking devices, and then, of course, it was ported to the uh, Android phones and tablets themselves, and I've been using it ever since it came out, and uh, it's one of the things I was waiting for. I was waiting for the day that it would come to iOS, and I remember every year I'd stop by their booth at CSUN and say, hey, you guys uh, thinking about making this on iOS? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so uh, earlier this year, when I stopped by their booth in March, I asked them, and they said, "Yeah, you know, we're looking at it. Uh, in fact, we we're going to need some beta testers. You want to sign up?" And I said, "Yeah." So they gave me the info. I signed up, and lo and oh. behold, uh, I was contacted, and I got to uh, be one of the beta testers for this app. And I'm very excited. Uh, it's an awesome app. I mean, I think it's always good to have choices. Um, my goal here today is not to come out here and, and put down other apps, other efforts by other people that came before this, because I've been using a lot of those other solutions as well, and I still have them on my phone. I believe that a blind person's toolbox could never have too many tools. <laughs> and I think that uh, it just depends on what what the the job is that you're going to do, and you grab the right tool that's the most appropriate for accomplishing that job. Well, I I need to interrupt you there just for a moment, but uh, I used to always wonder, you know, why does Julian have all of these different types of cell phones, you know? (laughs) And I said, isn't he just happy with the iPhone? And I, I then realized it wasn't just about does the iPhone work. He was really finding out what is the best system, what's the best applications, and uh, I thank you for doing all that type of research uh, for all of us, Julian, so thank you. Well, that's why I do it. Uh, in, in my line of work, people are constantly asking me, what's, what kind of phone should I get? What, should, what kind of app should I get? And I think it's always best to try to be as well-rounded as possible so that you give people the best answer. It may not necessarily be what I would use, but given their situation and, and their parameters, it uh, it's good to know that there are other things that may be more appropriate. So that's why, yeah, I keep my hands at all this stuff. And, you know, I'm not as bad. I could be Leo Laporte who's got tons of these things. <laughs> <laughs> so fortunately, uh, in, in my scope, it's a little more narrow than what he's got to cover because he's got he's to cover mainstream, which is much broader. <laughs> I'm only covering blindness. So, uh, but even still, it's like, yeah, there's, there's quite a lot of variety. And I just, I love this stuff. I, it, uh, you know, I, I, I love having an excuse to, to play with all this stuff because not only is it fun, but... I know that I'm taking something out of it and doing something good with it. I'm helping to empower people out there. So it uh, it brings a great joy to do it. 
Now, what is it that impresses you the most about Nearby Explorer? So what I like about Nearby Explorer is that, uh, well, let's talk about the main, the, the biggest differences between the two. Because, for the, you know, it, it, is a, it is a full orientational and guided GPS solution. In other words, it, it not only tells you about things that are around you and streets that are coming up and so on and so forth, but it also gives you the traditional turn-by-turn uh, directions that you would get, say, if you're in a car or you're walking somewhere. So there's other apps that do that kind of thing as well. So in and of itself, that doesn't make it special. What makes uh, what one of the big differences between this and the other solutions that are out there on iOS, uh, and I'm mostly going to focus just to kind of uh, compare apples to apples here. Uh, pardon the pun. <laughs> um, I'm going to mostly keep in mind, be more like talking about when I compare. I'm going to talk about apps like Seeing Eye GPS from Sendero, which is an awesome app, and Blind Square which is also an, an awesome app. And uh, by the way, like I said, I have them all on my phone, and I do use them. I don't just r- rely on one app for everything. It just depends on what I'm doing, how I'm traveling, and what's the most appropriate tool. But when I make my comparisons, I'm mostly going to be comparing to how the, those apps work. So the main difference between uh, Nearby Explorer and the uh, aforementioned apps is that Nearby Explorer stores the maps on the phone. So the nice thing about that is that you don't have to be dependent on having a data connection. You know, mm-hmm. it's, with some of these other apps, you have to always make sure that you have data connection because they are contacting a server somewhere. Um, Nearby Explorer does actually contact servers for some of what it does. Uh, like address finding, if you wanted to use it, gives you different choices for that. But for uh, the routing and the basics, you know, what streets I'm on, what streets I'm coming up to, what highway am I on, that kind of thing, that's all done with the onboard map. So I should caution people that if you're going to download this app, you must have at least four gigs of free space on your phone. So if you've got a 16 gigabyte iPhone and you've got a lot of music videos and you know hundreds of other apps on there like what I do, <laughs> uh, you might you may not be able to download this app or you may have issues with it because it's going to clog up your phone. Uh, I have a 64 gigabyte phone, so for me it was no big deal uh, to download this, and for me the the uh, the trade off was great. You know, it was worth it, I should say. So uh, that's one of the things that I think makes C, uh, Nearby Explorer different and a little more special in that sense. Uh, the other thing is that it is highly customizable, uh, much mm. more so than some of these other apps. Um, you know, you can customize those apps too, but this app really, you, you, can, you can get down to nitty-gritty and, and have it announce only one kind of thing or various kinds of things. And all the all of this information is available right on the front screen. You don't have to go into menus to go in there and change uh, certain announcements. A lot of this stuff is just on the screen, and it's a checkbox if you want to hear it or you uncheck it by double-tapping it if you don't want to hear that announced automatically. Now, it doesn't mean the information isn't there because you can still run your finger on the screen, and voiceover will read to you what's under your finger. So, for example, speed is one of the options you can have read or not read automatically. So if you disable speed, you can still touch that part of the screen 
where that information is provided and refreshed and hear what speed you're traveling at. It's just not going to be announced automatically. And oh, that leads uh-huh. me to yet another thing. It is uh, self-voicing, as it's called, meaning that it has access to use other voices other than the one that's being used by voiceover. So you can have a different voice be your GPS uh, automatic voice versus the one that you're using for your everyday uh, screen reader usage. So those are uh, those are some of the things that, that I think are, are uh, the biggest differences. That's nice, though, to have different voices. I think it keeps you more alert, you know, and, and it also kind of clues you based on what that new voice is. And you can also, because you can have different voices, you can have different speed. So if you're like me and normally keep your speed reader up, your screen reader up very high so that you can be a speed reader, <laughs> uh, uh, when you're getting GPS directions, at least I find that I like that to be a little slower. I don't need that uh, jabbering so fast because maybe that's information that I, I need to pay close attention to. Whereas when I'm flicking around the screen with a screen reader, I'm trying to get to something real, really <coughs> fast. So the less I have to hear, the faster I can get to what I'm looking for. So I like that ability to, to have a different voice and different speed of voice for my GPS announcements. So some of the things that this app does is uh, it also lets you use different providers for both address finding, points of interest. So, for example... Uh, if you don't like the way the onboard map places your address, because sometimes it can be a little off, you have the option to change the address provider to Apple Maps. And at that point, what it's doing is it's using the location services in your phone and the Apple Map API, which actually I think does a little bit better job of finding the address that you're at at the moment. Oh, So you can do that. You can also change the search provider for your points of interest. So you can use the traditional onboard map for that, or you can also use Foursquare, which is a, a very good one to, to have lots of access to points of interest with, and Google Places as well. So again, highly customizable, and you can choose where you do what provider uh, gives you your search results. So um, other than that, I mean, you know, it, it, it does, like I said, the, the traditional uh, things telling you turn by turn. Some of the other uh, things that I like, though, is that it, it it lets you set a location as watch. So, for example, let's say you're, you didn't set a turn-by-turn direction because you kind of more or less know the way, but you want to know how far you are from that place that you're going to. If you set that place as watch, uh, periodically the app will automatically tell you you're so many miles from that place. Like me, I have home a lot of time on watch because I just, I just think it's neat knowing how far I am from home at any given time, especially when I travel to another state. That's kind of neat. <laughs> yeah. When it's like thousands of miles away. <laughs> uh-huh. So it's, it's kind of fun. Uh, it also integrates with, uh, with transit. They have transit feeds for a lot of different cities and they're every day adding new ones. So, What's neat about it is that along with the things that it announces to you as you're walking, uh, you can have it announce transit stops that are near you as you're walking. Oh. Mm-hmm. So that's also very helpful when you're walking in an area that you're not familiar with and you want to know where your bus stops are. Or sometimes if you're on a bus itself and you're trying to keep track of the stops, uh, depending on how you ser- you're set your search radius to, because you can also uh, change that, uh, it'll tell you things like that. It also, uh, like uh, like some of the other apps out there, it's got um, 
what's called a um, a geo beam is what they call it. And when this mode is enabled, and you hold your phone like pointing up, and now you're pointing the back of the phone ahead of you, it acts almost like a uh, a beam that you're pointing, and you're saying, "What's in that direction? What streets are over there?" So it'll say facing south, and it'll begin to name like four or five streets that you will cross if you keep walking in that direction. It also has a compass mode, so if you like uh, at any time to know what direction you're going to as related as compared to a compass as opposed to what it gets from GPS, by holding the phone a certain way uh, and pointing it, now you it'll act like a compass and tell you in real time what direction you're actually facing based on where you're pointing the phone. So it's got a lot, a lot of neat stuff. Um, I, I don't know if I'm uh, committing any sins here, but... <laughs> uh, I think it's always good to 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 point to other resources. Uh, there is a podcast I recently heard on a, another uh, service called Cool Blind Tech, done by a guy named Mike Arrigo, and I, I'm sure Dr. Will, you've heard of him. Yeah, a lot of our listeners uh, oh, have yeah. heard of him. He just did a really neat one the other day, showing how this nearby explorer works, and he he talked about a lot of the stuff that I'm talking about. So I would say to listen to that podcast as well. In fact, I think you can get to that from the Airs LA app. Yes, yes, so, it is. It is. So on when you're in the Airs LA app and you're browsing other podcasts, go to Cool Blind Tech and look for that Nearby Explorer podcast. It, it should be one of the newest ones that's there uh, on the Cool Blind Tech. And listen to it. He he uh, he does a very good job. He recorded himself traveling using the app and pointing out what he thinks are some of the good and, and the bad and did a lot of this similar kind of comparison. Wow. I know years, a few years back, I think he also did one comparing uh, Nearby Explorer to seeing iGPS when it was still a, an Android-only product. So you might want to refer to that as well. But it's a really neat app. Um, another advantage that it has compared to uh, seeing i is the price. It's cheaper. Uh, this one only costs $79. Uh-huh. And it's a one-time purchase. It's not a subscription. Uh, we're seeing I well. There's two models of, of seeing I now. There's the one that does uh, and either monthly or annual subscription, or if you want to buy it for life, you can buy. You can get the Seeing I GPS XT, and if you pay for that one, I think that one is, sells for about three hundred dollars, two or three hundred dollars, something like that. Uh, then you own it for life. So it's a neat app, and I I have to say that it really depends on your preferences. Some people like that Seeing Eye announces the streets right as you get to them, where Nearby announces an upcoming street when you're maybe like even several hundred feet from it still. So it's all a matter of preference. There's no right or wrong, but it's good to have options. And I am very happy that this option has finally come to iOS. Yeah, Julian, does uh, Nearby Explorer... Does it also uh, communicate with the bus systems? If I'm waiting, it tells me that I'm at the bus stop. Does it have any type of communication to say uh, the 243 bus will be here in one minute and three seconds or anything like that? No, unfortunately, it doesn't tie into the next trip system. Uh, The information that it's giving you is based on published schedules, uh, and I believe it's using Google Transit feeds to get that information. So. It's whatever Google has on file. Mm-hmm. And every so often, uh, I notice that I'll turn on the app, and it'll say uh, that it's downloading a new transit information for my area. 
So whenever it gets updates, those get passed along to us. But yeah, those are based on published schedules as opposed to real-time location of vehicles. You know, it really won't be very long before so many of these different uh, applications really integrate together. And uh, we're going to have so much information there. I agree. Right? I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll be able to compare how much longer for our Uber car versus waiting for the bus or what have you. Well, and some apps will do that. I think, uh, <clears throat> I forget which one. It might even be BlindSquare that does something similar where you can automatically see uh, uh, how close your nearest Uber is and <laughs> things like that. Oh, so really? There are people uh-huh. working on that as we speak. Wow. Wow. That is great. $79, yeah. right? $79 one-time purchase. And I can tell you that uh, because I've... Uh, been dealing with uh, these people for a while, several years now, uh, they are highly and very closely engaged with the community. Yes. They run several mailing lists, one for the beta testers. They also run a general mailing list. And what I've noticed is whenever somebody posts a question, uh, one of those guys is usually right there with the answer. I mean, it's they're, they're, they're there. You don't have to wait for days or, or you know hope that they see it. It seems like uh, you ask a question, somebody's there with an answer. You know, it's really, really great. I had the privilege of, of going there to speak, and when I met so many of the people there, they were so focused in on, on the products that they were working on, and they really wanted something that's going to be functional. That that was the main point. What's going to be easy to use and to be functional? And I'm thinking that with uh, Nearby Explorer, if... Most of the data is already going to be stored on your phone. Uh, that's going to also really help you in situations that maybe you may not have good access to data. Right. And it'll save you money. Oh. Yeah. So. Uh, I mean, not not that these apps use a lot of data, because mm-hmm. really it's just all little bits of text that's sent across the internet. There's no graphics. It, you know, it's not like. Uh, it's not like uh, mainstream GPS apps where graphics and things are being sent. This is all text. It's straightforward. By the way, uh, I should mention, too, that both the Seeing Eye and Nearby have a mode where it shows you a map on a screen. So if you have some vision, you could actually, uh, in addition to the spoken information, ha- have access to a map. And you can actually run your finger along the streets of this map and hear it say that you're on this street and uh, approaching this one. And you can... So it's like almost like you can virtually travel, wow. which is another nice thing you can do with these apps is that you can put in information for a location other than where you are, and you can tell it to virtualize yourself to that location. So you can travel a place that you've never been to before, even before you get there, virtually by wow. using these yeah. apps. Yeah, I, I, wow, that that's really, really nice. Yeah. Well, Julian, uh, how can people get in touch with you if they... Uh, want a demonstration of this or if they want you to present this at a conference uh, how can people get in touch with you I'd be very happy to give presentations demonstrations or you know training on use of these apps if anybody needs that uh, service I can be reached by phone at area code 818-794-9554 or by email if you go to my website www.tech jv.com that's www.tech t-e-c-h j as in julian v as in vargas.com 
and uh, want to urge all of you to take Julian's suggestion and check out Cool Blind Tech so you can listen to that podcast that talks about Nearby Explorer. That is also easily found on uh, Airs LA's webpage. So again, we thank you very, very much for this great information, Julian, and we hope that all of you will tune in next time when we bring you more information all about smartphones.